Well, yes, you're listening to Two Smoking Guns again, but I've got to tell you a little message. We're going to take a little bit of a break over the summer period, but we're going to cobble together some shows. It'll be the summer series, the best of, or the worst of. We're just not quite sure. We're not quite anyway, sure what they're going to be. Anyway, uh, we will be back, but have a safe and wonderful Christmas, and thanks for listening to Two Smoking Guns. Welcome again to another show of Two Smoking Guns, uh, right here on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside and beyond is uh, what I do believe. Rutsy. Yes. Hello to you. Hello, Scotty. How are you, mate? I'm well. How are you? I'm just uh, uh, smashing, dashing, and everything in between. So, we're going beautifully. You're looking at me as oh, no, though... No, I know. Just pressing buttons. Oh, you're looking at me like we've just left NASA... We've just left the launch pad, and we've forgotten to shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> you had that sort of yes. look on your face, but anyway. It was a bit uh, of a open the pod door, oh, oh, how, oh, open the pod bay door oh, prem- Prematurely? Sorry, I know, just, uh, yeah, I'm a studio professional. Oh, mate. Yeah. So that all works. All, all going, going well. beautifully. No, well, uh, hello to you again. And, and uh, you. How's your week? How was your weekend? I had a weekend of meat. You had a weekend of meat? Mm. Right. Did let you me... have meat for every meal well, from no, Friday me... night till Sunday night or Monday Ooh. morning? Or... Let talk me, to... me through it. Let me talk you through it, right? Right. Because okay. right. we got invited away for a weekend, yes. and as part of this gentleman's uh, birthday celebrations, yes. he uh, he said, I want to do this. So this became a... A barbecue masterclass. Wow. Run by a guy called Bert. <laughs> Backrack? <And> Bert. Bert <laughs> used to work for uh, Heston Blumenthal. Oh, did he? And Bert is an expert at smoking meats. Ah. Is this sort of brisket style? Oh, mate, thing? this is. This is Off the chart? Everything you may say. So we got, all got picked up. We got taken. Right. To this piece. And. We walked in, we, we, this guy's place, we, we thought, where are we going? Because right. we thought we were going to, you know, we were out at Werribee, we thought we were going to the mansion, we thought it would be in a sophisticated environment. Right. We're trawling through the suburban streets. Right. Turns out it's at this bloke's backyard. Right. But it's magnificent. Really? He's got about 13 barbecues. Sheep is crazy. He's got smokers, barbecues, all this stuff going on, he grows his own. Uh, herbs. He's got the whole thing going on. So right. we're sitting in his in his his kitchen. He's got a he's got a screen up like Master Chef, and we're all sitting there, and the place is set. Wow! And he introduces himself. He's all chefed up. Yep. And he said, "Well, you know, we're going to have five courses today, and we're going to teach you how to make them all. We've already got the lamb shoulder in. That's been in for four hours. We've got the wow. the smoked um, ribs, short ribs. Oh. That's been in since eight o'clock this morning." Oh. Stop. And he showed us how it all got made, yeah. but you know, live he he smoked his own salmon and he cut that Gee and whiz. put that together in, in a broth with stuff. He prepared vegetable dishes and put them in the barbecue and did all that. And then he did chorizo and wow. made these Spanish rolls. Wow, mate, it was a festival of food. You 
my friend, <laughs> would have loved it. Downtown Werribee. <laughs> free, free, free beers, wine, the whole thing, the whole way through. You cooked it, you ate it, you learnt a lot. I learnt a lot about stuff. He's there to sell barbecue. Good on him. Yeah, right. Okay. He, he sold two on the day, Did he? by the way. Right. And it was amazing. When are you having them delivered? Well, I didn't buy them. Other, other of the gentlemen on the weekend bought them, but I, it was a ripper. Right. So can you avail this gentleman of his I will, services? I will send it on to you and you can... I'm going to take a group of blokes there. Yeah. Be, or, you know, to be blokes because yeah. it's magnificent. I've come away yeah. with recipes that I, you know, you can do in the oven. You have to. Yeah, 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 but... But I've got vegetable recipes. Yeah. You know, I've got there. So I've come away... Uh, educated. Yeah, so if you said to me vegetables and barbecue, I'd just sort of look at you and glaze. Nah, I'd glaze over. Mate, I can tell you. Really? Let, let, what I'll do is I'll prepare a couple. You come over. Righto. And I'll say, try that, sunshine. Yeah, and right. you'll, like me, yeah. go, well, how wow. long has this been going on? Really? No, that was my weekend, pretty That's much. magnificent. And we spent we, we, we a nice weekend out there. Yep. Saints won. Had a good night. Won. All good. It was a bit cold all's, on Sunday. All's right with the universe. It was a bit cold on Sunday. i tell you how cold it was, mate. We're in the open range thing at the Werribee Open Air Zoo. Oh, you went to that? In a car. Yeah. As the hail was coming in oh, sideways. Oh, man, that would have been cold. And I'm in shorts. Then. Oh, what? Thinking, oh, it's going to be a nice day. No. It was always going to tish over. Oh, mate. I've been cold ever since. Yeah, I was going to say, you would have only just thawed out by that oh, now. Unbelievable. I day. mean, that's... It's called the Open Range Werribee Zoo because it's very open range. You it's like Antarctica. You haven't got much coming. And she would have been coming straight off Bass Strait. So I had, you know, so it's a good weekend. There was no, yours. Yeah, it was pretty good, I think. Um, yeah, you just shuffled around. I mean, the footy was the, the highlight, I guess. I was due to have lunch with a, a mate of mine on Sunday, but unfortunately he wasn't uh, he wasn't able to make it, so that was uh, that was a bit uh, bit sad, but we're uh, going to regroup because, in fact, uh, this week, um, we, this Thursday mm-hmm. night... Yes, uh, we're I'm fully gonna, aware of it. We're, <laughs> we're going to be attending um, one of the uh, very first comedy club, comedy oh. festival events. Oh, I, I thought you were talking many, many about years. St Kilda Richmond. <laughs> no. now let's, let's hope that doesn't turn into a comedy event. Now, that... That's where I was a little bit torn, I have to say, because the thought of sitting there with my bowl of pasta and a, a little red and watching the Saints play Richmond probably on a cold night uh, was that's just about as good as it gets for me, right? Yeah. But anyway, we're going to be, uh, and I'll tell you about it next week, yeah, obviously. Cool. But you we're going to review and tell me who you've seen. Well, we're going to do a dinner show yes. with Faulty Towers. Oh, so that how would good be, will that be? That would be great. Hey? Manuel. Can you imagine Manuel coming Mr. out with, with your soup and Mr. Mr. end up all over your head or something? Well, I actually have heard about this. and I, it's heard, meant to be I very, have heard it's very good. Oh, it's meant to be very funny. So we're. Uh, that would be so brilliant. Yeah, so there's four of us going to head off in that direction on Thursday night to one of the pubs in town somewhere. And uh, I'll give you the review next week and let you know uh, if you need to attend. Awesome. Sure you probably well, don't. well done. So, yep, no, so very let's good. kick off. Right up. This one caught my eye. Open the banner. Straight off you. the bat. I've got a bit of stuff today. Yep. We, we you, won't, can t- you can take the new boy. We won't pre-announce. We haven't got time. We no, always no, run out of things. No, we it. always run out. I'm taking you to, to Col- Colombia. Oh, Colombia. Oh, we love when we go to Colombia. Colombia. <laughs> and the uh, the Miss World Championships. Ooh, do they, they still have They those? still have it. Absolutely. Do they? The reigning Miss World has been charged with assault <laughs> after a row on stage. Oh. 
with her newly crowned Sri Lanka. Oh, so this is Sri Lanka. Oh, Sri Lanka. It's in Colombo, Sri Lanka. Oh, Colombo. I've got my Colombia. <laughs> my Colombo mixed up. So anyway. Anyway. So Miss World um, charged with assault, row on stage with her newly crowned Sri Lankan rival. Caroline Jury, 28, yanked the crown wow. off Pushpika da Silva <laughs> moments after she was declared the winner, claiming she was ineligible because she was divorced. Uh, Apparently that's a rule. Right. You've got to be sweet Miss and Jury ripped off the crown, then she stuck the crown on uh, the runner-up while Mrs. da Silva, Mrs. da Silva, uh-huh. fled in tears. Before she went to hospital to have her head injuries treated, because wow. she's ranked the, ranked, yeah, you know, yeah. yanked the crown up. Yeah. Mrs. De Silva insisted that she was separated but not divorced. She said outside the police station in Colombo that she would drop the charges if Mrs. Jury gave a public apology. <laughs> right. Uh, so, anyway. Only um, in Sri Lanka. Only in Sri Lanka. <laughs> Apparently, been... um, the. the Mrs. Sri Lanka, not Miss. It's really Miss Mrs. World, Miss World. It's really un- hard to understand. Anyway. Mrs. World. Anyway, she's facing a, a social media campaign to strip her of her title and could face further legal action from the event organisers. So only in Sri Lanka is there a difference between Miss World and Mrs. World. Uh, have you been to Sri Lanka? I want to go. Yeah, I'd love to go to Sri Lanka. Apparently, it's meant to be absolutely off the chart stunning. That hit my opinion, because that would have made good television, though. Oh, it'd make When they announced the winner and she's gone, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm making a change. uh, Wasn't there a Miss World uh, in the last 10 years where they actually announced the wrong Miss World? The wrong one. Yes. Well, that might have been Australia's best supermodel. Oh, yeah. Was it it Miranda Kerr or something? Yeah, someone made made the mistake. Right. Okay. So I saw that through the week and, and laughed. Right. Well, we shouldn't laugh because you laugh at these things these days and you get accused of being politically incorrect. Right. But I did laugh. Um, so that was good, and you, you've you got this thing that you want to have a quick... Well, it, can you give me... Can we, we, well, how long have we got before our break? Because it might just take me a bit to get through, oh. because I, this is a please... This is a um, discuss. Oh, is this, this is a discuss? This is a discuss. Yeah, yeah. So plenty, righto. Plenty okay. So we always have a bit of a giggle, and we try and find the lighter side of what we call PC, or political correctness, yes. and that's not... In any way to discredit those that feel as though they have genuinely been overlooked or misrepresented or underrepresented or all of the above, right? So we're all in favour of all those things that make sense. Yes, so we've been cleared by Sir Barrington Tufton Smith. So Buffy, Mm -hmm. hyphen Buffy, Mm -hmm. uh, he's just said, well, you go for it. Because it's actually, I've printed off material, so I've done research. (laughs) (laughs) Because I, I, I actually wasn't sure I heard correctly. Correctly. And yes. I had to go and find it for myself yes. to see if it's actually true. So you'd walk into a department store. Is, is this, um, remember when we used to, in previous shows, have a hot potato segment where you used oh, to have a rant? You can play hot potato. Is, is, that, is that what we're about to do? Go on. I dare you. <laughs> have, you, have you got it? I don't know if we want I won't accept any other wiggle song. It's got to be opposite. <laughs> oh, this could be a bit of a hot potato. Okay. Is so, that what it is? Okay, right. There could be a hot potato. So, for some people, it's hot potato. For other people, it's just mash. 
<laughs> so, what I've discovered, and I won't name the department store, but there's one very big department store. In Burke Street? Um, uh, well, there's sort of several locations. Right. Yes, I mean, some of them are even 24-hour. And uh, right. Anyway, uh, they have been encouraged to replace the names of some sections within their store. So, you know, you'd normally walk in and you'd see um, homewares and uh, you'd see um, bedroom and you'd see cosmetics. Yes, level four, haberdashery. All of the above, right? And then if you've got a couple of lads and when they were younger, I'm sure you or your bride would have rocked up to a department store and gone, right, we're going to the boys section to go and buy some boys clothes. Yes. And Is that allowed, the segregation of women's and men's clothing? Well, and I've got girls, so yes. I'd go to an apartment store and I'd clearly go to the girls', the girls section. section. So somebody's saying, uh-uh, not allowed anymore. Mm. Can't call it a boys' section what anymore. What do we call them? Can't call it a girls' section anymore. We have to have now, allegedly, mm. what's known as an inclusive kids' section. Is that right? So... You're now going to find potentially mm. a flannelette shirt mm. in an area that girls will go and buy. Now, I'm tipping girls have gone and bought flannelette shirts from boys' sections Forever. anyway. Forever. In the world. Jeans, Ugg boots. So, but now we actually have to have this, you can't refer to a specific gender because that might have an impact on other people. And I don't want that to have an impact on other people in any way, shape or form. Mm. But for goodness sake. It's getting a bit silly now. It's getting a bit silly, is it not? Getting a bit silly. If you. If. uh, Last time I checked, uh, girls might go and buy a flannelette shirt, but boys won't go and buy a tutu. No. Probably not after the age of two or three, anyway. There's probably plenty of boys that have worn tutus. They're not wandering in going, I I just want to check out the latest range of push up bras. I (laughs) I mean, really? This is my point, right? Because um, uh, most things, though, I mean, socks are socks. Socks are socks. Socks are socks. Jocks are jocks. Well, yeah. no, they're not. But, but they're not, but, are yeah, they? They're not. No. No. And we've got these different sort there's of different openings and things of and sizes, sizes and, and colours. And, and, that's right. You know, you're not going to buy a pair of undies with flowers on them, are you? No, we but, can. You know, but you're going to have Superman on yours. No, <laughs> probably like pineapples so anyway, on mine. So I then went and found the, there's a, a petition. Oh, good. In relation to this. Let's get on to that so, position. Uh, so I then went to, uh, I thought, well, I'll continue to do my research. Mm-hmm. It would only be fair and reasonable for me to understand this in further detail. It's time to stop classifying children's clothing by gender. Mm-hmm. Replace this with one kid's clothing section organised by type, e.g. skirts in one area, jeans in another, t-shirts in a third, etc. Why is this important? Why is it important? Young children are told which colours, clothing styles and even interests they are permitted to have through the choices they have available in their respective genders clothing department. Now, now last time I checked, there was no sign that said you can't walk over to another section and buy, buy anything in that store hmm. because of your gender. Last time I checked, people buy very few <sighs> items uh, physically. They buy it all online anyway. So, what's the... And what that is, is it's a means of narrowing your search criteria, because if I'm, I'm a male, which I am, I, I identify as a male, I want to go into a shop. I've got, I'm very time poor, Scotty. 
If yes. I'm looking for a new pair of jocks, yep. where the hell are they? Yep. I want to check them out. Yep. If they're in a row, yep. I want to know what size. Yep. Six I want in a pack, to know ten in a pack. Six in a pack, what and I want to get out of there. Get out of there. Because I've got more important things to do than shop. Like go to the big green shop. Like, like do that. <laughs> They don't order. Yeah, correct. Both big green shops. <laughs> so I don't want to muck around. So I think a classification criteria. So if I walk into it's a store. It's going to take you longer, mate. Left is women and yep. right is men. I want to go to the, that bit. Yep. You're going to be steering the thousand and bras before you get to your jocks. And get it done. I just want to get it oh, done. So no, there's just an underwear section now. Otherwise, I'm just walking around totally perplexed yep. and confused. Yep. And then wondering, wondering uh, where I did. You, wh- I did read um, through the week too, that, just to wrap up this ridiculous PC oh. notions, that right. you can't, there's no such thing as breastfeeding anymore. I beg your pardon? That's because that's objectifying. You've right. got you, You've got chest feeding now. Right. That's gender neutral. Gender right. neutral. Mm. Right. Okay. Right. Happy with that? <laughs> Have you calmed down yet? <sighs> oh, I don't know. I'll tell you what. You got a but, bit of you got a steam coming out of your ears. Well, I tell you what, for balance, let me just say for this balance. Thing, right? Because I, you know, I've had I've had my say. We've had we've had a bit of a discuss. So the, so the petition and the, the basis of their position argument, whatever you'd like to call it, is the following: Many parents of young boys will tell you their sons love pink, rainbows, and flowers, but simply cannot wear clothes in these styles like girls do without taking them from the girls section, which sends them a strong message that the things they like are wrong. Similarly, many parents of girls lament the lack of dinosaurs, trucks, and non-frilly styles in the girls section. Well, I, for one, used to wear pink shirts and lemon shirts. I wear a pink polo quite often. Correct, you do. You rock a pink polo. I like my pink polo. I've got pink shirts. I've got pink striped shirts. I've got pink check shirts. And last time I looked, I had no dinosaur undies. And I don't have a Superman outfit. No. So, now... Wouldn't mind But but then... But then, mate, whose fault is this, though? Because then part part of the argument was also... Well, girls can't go and buy a superhero outfit. Of course they can. Well, I tell you what, how about you stick one in the girls' section yeah. with Wonder Woman or whoever she is, or yeah. um, who's that other magnificent um, actress that, uh, uh, what's her name with the, I don't know, she's sort of out of ancient time or something, but she's... Oh, Xena, 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 Princess Xena. Warrior. Yeah. Make, make the girls a Xena, Princess Warrior outfit Correct. and stick it in the girls' section. Put one in the boys' section, you might sell 20, you might sell double of them. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. That, you know, Zena might hook up with Spider-Man or something. You know, they might like to play dress-ups and, or, you know, all just be great friends and play together outside in the fresh air <laughs> without their screens. It's only a thought. Just I'll, a thought. I'll stop my rant now. Stop your rant. Anyway. Changing tack. That seems just a bit silly. Those parts of it that I'm sure they can get right. But you know what? Just make, get, get the retailers involved. Don't get these committees and all sorts of people involved. That that was hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. That was almost Doctor Phil. <laughs> Should yeah. we light? Are you going to lighten things up? Well, for I'm us? changing tack slightly. Changing tack, all right. Because, and yes. this is uh, something that piqued my interest. Does do the words Zlatan Abramovich 
mean anything to you. Well, only that it sounds very European, and I won't go any. I don't know any more than that. So why don't you uh, enlighten so me? So Zlatan Abramovic is a Swedish uh, soccer player, mm. famous for uh, playing for Manchester United when uh, they had Jose Mourinho there. Oh, Jose Mourinho, and he's played for AC Milan. Very good soccer player. Must be very good. He's thirty nine. Right, so he's still going. Yeah, yeah. He's still playing for the Swedish national team. Wow, and he's a uh, he's a superstar. He's right. like an Eric Cantona, if you remember Eric Cantona. He's, yeah, I got you. He's absolutely you know, he's got a huge ego. He's got a big ponytail and moustache. So he's a rock star. His presence on field is absolutely sensational. Anyway, they've just cast him in a movie. Right, uh, his movie is like one of these sort of um, a- a- Asterix movies. Remember that cartoon series? Oh, yes. Asterix? Yes. Um, so he's in the fifth film of this franchise, so he's got a starring role. Right. Which is good for him because yeah. he's got to broaden his horizons. Yeah. He's 39. Clearly not he's making enough money playing soccer. He's making a squillion <laughs> playing soccer, but he's broadening his interests. Right. Because his and soccer career will come to an end one well, day. Well, it will, and He's got yeah. to think about the future and feed yeah. his family yeah, or of whatever. Course. Yep. So um, my mind went to... Which other soccer stars oh. have, have been in? So films? not just sports people, no, but no, soccer I'll get stars there. in I'll particular. Get there. Oh, okay, right. But soccer stars, particularly, this is soccer. We call it soccer here. It's called football in the UK, whatever. Yep. But um, here's a couple for you. Um, you won't know this guy. This guy was Frank Leboeuf, who played for Chelsea. I know the surname. Uh, he was in a movie only six years ago called The Theory of Everything as a straight man, and apparently a very good actor. Right. David Beckham. Who you may know. Yeah, Ben it like Beckham. Yes. Well that's that's yes. And he's in Guy Ritchie's latest movie about King Arthur. Really? He plays a character. It's available on I don't think it's a non speaking part. Oh it's a braille part, is it? <laughs> and of course, the famous Pele is uh, one of the world. Yeah, the world's most famous. He was in a great movie in 1981 called Escape to Victory, which was about a yes, bunch of soccer was. stars. Yes, that, indeed. That, yeah, yeah, it's a, a very, very good film. Very good film. Very good film. Um, Eric Cant- Cantona, who's <laughs> Eric Cantona, <laughs> Eric Cantona, Cantona, who's a star. Yes, he is a star. He talking yeah, about yeah. popped oh. collars. He used to pop a collar. Oh yeah, no, he was, he's, he's a superstar. He was in a film called Looking for Eric, which if you haven't oh, seen, it's no. a quirky little film. Is it? Um, it's about 10 years old. It's about a guy who has a fascination of Eric Cantona. Oh. And has an obsession with him and goes looking for him. So Eric plays and Eric. And Eric, Eric plays the Eric. Eric plays the Eric. <laughs> Eric. Okay. And then, of course, my favourite movie, which is very, very close to this show, yep. is Vinnie Jones, who was a big centre-back for Wimbledon, a brutal man. Right. He was in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking oh, Barrels. barrels. Yes. Ah, really? Which is, well, the small inspirations of our little show. Yeah, well, you can say that. You can say that, possibly. So, so I thought that was a little good little court hit there. Uh, now, here's one for you, a question without notice. Yeah. Was Maradona in any film? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> he was He was in a lot of police tapes. <laughs> police interviews. Was he? But, uh, uh, I was no. trying to think of a film he might have been in, but it just... Just escapes from no, and, then, and then I went, so I've done my research. I'm going to speak one, don't worry. <laughs> and I've gone, which other sports stars? Right. You know, and there's been a million of them gone, you know, people we don't know. Yes. But uh, here are a couple of my favourites that went on to rock the, uh, the camera. <laughs> right. Um, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. the, the Rock. Rock. He's done a lot of the Fast and the Furious sort yes, of movies and a couple of his own. Good franchise. Oh, good franchise. Yeah, good franchise. He's arguably made more money out of the 
movie franchise than he has the acting caper. Yep. Um, a young bloke called Carl Weathers, Carl who Weathers. used to be an NFL linebacker. You might know him as Apollo Creed. Oh, stop it. Yes. Really? Yeah. The boxer. Yeah. Yes. Um, on that theme, Mike Tyson in the Hangover oh, franchise. Oh, the Hangover franchise. Absolutely. Which I was yeah. rather excellent. Yes, yes. Um, small shout out to Shaquille O'Neal, who's appearing in those wonderful sports bettors. If you haven't seen them. <laughs> Hitting a golf ball no, one-handed. That's very good. But my, well, my favourite was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, yeah. Now, he was in the he, police academy? He was in Airplane. Airplane, that's as it. As the pilot. That's he was too. He was he a very was famous too. basketball yes. of it. That's a great little cameo. That's, that a, in that's that a very good little cameo. And, and the best that we could do in Australia? Brett yeah. Lee in a movie. Oh, uh, Bolly, uh, Bollywood? A Bollywood movie. Oh, that's as good as we've done. That's as good as it got. We've got yeah. no one else that's gone from sport to movie. Oh, there's a few really. old timers that, you know, back in the day. Now, but, um, I'm, well, then I'm, can I ask you to do something else for next week? Yes. Can you go and find for me yes. sports stars that have changed sports? Yes, I will. I will do that. Because the one that comes to mind is uh, Michael Jordan, who left basketball and went to play golf. We well, did. Arguably mm. not as successful. Yeah, not, not as successfully. But... Um, but I'm anyway. going to give you also, well, I'm on the theme, because I've, I've gone above and beyond this week. Have you? Yes. With what? My top ten sports movies. Oh, top. Oh, now, this will be good. Of all time. Yep. Movies about sport. Yes, I like that. Right? Yep. So I'll, this is in a reasonable order, but it's no particular order. Um, Chariots of Fire. Yes, all about the Olympics. Which is a great film. Yeah, it's gee, from I mean, 1981. I was going to say, I was going to put a circa 40 years ago. 40 there years ago. Yep. Yes. One of my favourites was Any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday. Which is, which is Al Pacino. And he's, he's coaching this down and out uh, American football team. Right. And he gives a halftime address that will chill your blood. Really? And mate, have the hackles rise, and you will run through brick walls. Yep. So go and look at every any given Sunday. It's brilliant. Righto. Bend it like Beckham. I really enjoyed that movie. Really? Yes. Lovely movie. Yep. Uh, Senna. If you haven't seen it, and oh. I know you would have. It's it's bloody amazing. Mate, just brilliant. There's a great movie I saw called The Wrestler with Mickey O'Rourke. Yes. And he plays a down and out. Yeah, he's, he's living in a, a bum. caravan. Yeah, he's a, a bum. Almost a bum, yeah. It's a great film. Yeah, it's a very good it. film. I, I agree. Um, I like Bull Durham, if you haven't seen no, Bull Durham. a long time ago. Kevin, what's well, 88? Yeah, well, there you go. Kevin Costner, Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. Yep. Great film. Yep. Now we're getting into the home straight. If you've never seen this movie, it's from the 70s. Paul Newman in Slapshot. Yeah, Slapshot, yep. Got about it. the ice hockey. Yep. And it's, it. and it's so violent. It's unbelievably good. I reckon I've only ever seen it once, so I might have to revisit some and, of these. And uh, my top three, Raging Bull. Oh, yes. With, with Pacino. Uh, with De, De, Niro De Niro and Scorsese. Oh, yeah. Absolutely magnificent yep. film. Yep. Uh, Rocky. <laughs> Rocky. Yes. The original Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest film of all time. Yes. And, of course, coming at number one with... 
you know, it's just the top of the pops. He's Caddyshack. Yeah, I was waiting for Caddyshack. With Rodney Dangerfield and Bill Murray and Chevy Chase and Ted Knight as, now, as what the a, captain of the What golf about, can I give you another one? I think you have seen this. Yeah. What about Ford versus Ferrari? Yeah, well, it's good. It's not technically a movie, but I'll take it. Oh, okay. It is a movie, actually. You're it right. It is a movie. I'll put that yep. in. Yep. That's in the list yeah, somewhere. Yeah, that's got to be in the list somewhere. That's, that's a recent And what one. about um, Invictus? I haven't seen it. Oh my goodness me! No. Oh, I've just I've just taken your middle stump out. All right. I'll, now I'll write that you down. You must because oh, you must 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 before our next show. Okay. Please, for your own benefit and um, entertainment, watch Invictus. Oh, well, it's I will mag- do that. It's all about South African rugby team. And oh, I'll do it's that. Absolute. And then is that Mel- Matt Damon in it. Yes, Nelson oh. Mandela oh, and Invictus just absolutely. Magnificent. I'll take that away. Um, All right, so there you go. I thought, there well, you go, Scotty. There's I a bit of a block well, there. Well, I don't think I've seen Bend It Like Beckham. Well, it's, so, a word, it's a fun little movie right about um, young teenage girls who play a bit of soccer. Yeah, right. But it's got junk. Okay. It goes all right. And for the purpose of nothing else other than pure entertainment, I will go back and watch Caddyshack again. <laughs> um, I think we watch it on the golf trip once a year. <laughs> And um, it's, you try and emulate it. It's an amazing movie <laughs> on a whole number of fronts because yeah, there's about four different subplots going through the whole thing. Yeah, and there's not a line that isn't funny. No, no. And no. I play a bit of golf, as you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's not a day that goes by that we don't <laughs> reference. Trot out a line. Trot out a, <laughs> trot out a line. It's magnificent. It's purely magnificent. Hey, Scotty. Yep. It's time. Again. Comes, comes time in the show where I'm going to play a song. Oh, good. No, I thought just you were to a, just, a break. Just to mix it up. Right. Because well, we've been told to... that um, you know too much of two smoking guns banging on is too much. Well, I think we just decided that ourselves, <laughs> didn't we? We just need a bit of a spell. <laughs> we'll just catch so our I'm breath. I'm going to play. I'm going to play you some Nick Cave, right? Ooh. Because With Kylie? No, no, no. No. Nick Cave is a genius. Yes. He's a brilliant songwriter and singer. Yes. And they don't play him enough on the commercial radio. He's a bit left of centre, isn't he? Because people think he's a bit all doom and gloom and all of that, but he writes some amazing songs. Yeah, righto. So I'm going to give you um, one of those right now, and we'll see how we go. Righto. What we'll do, though, Scotty, (laughs) I'll tell you you what we will do (laughs) is um, see the red button. We'll turn the red button on. Okay. Coming down with some kind of nervous hysteria 
I saw you standing there, green eyes, black hair Up against the pink and purple wisteria You said, hey, nature boy, you're looking at me With some unrighteous intention My knees went weak, I couldn't speak I was having thoughts of one not in my best interest to mention As you moves among the flowers As she flows upon the smoke As she moves among the shadows As she moves me with just one me up in a deep sea diver's suits You played the patriot You raised the flag And I stood at full salute Well later on we smoked the pipe It struck me dumb and made it impossible to speak As you closed in in slow motion Called the Sappho in the original Greek As she moves among the shadows As she floats upon the breeze As she moves among the candles And we move through the days and through the years Years pass by, the walking by the sea have delirious You smiled at me and said, babe, I think this thing is getting kind of serious You pointed something and said, have you ever seen such a beautiful thing? Well, it was then that I broke down, it was then you lifted me up again As she moves among the sparrows As she walks Smokins. Hey, this and I've this. not seen you bop along to, no. a, to a Nick Cave song no, before. A little so bit of air guitar going that there. That was very good to see. <laughs> now, there's no doom and gloom in that. That's a good tune. It's a good little tune That's called Nature tune. Boy by he's, Nick Cave. He's got a good voice. He's got I mean, I get different. the doom and gloom piece. I like the, 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 well, Kylie, does, the Kylie the ones. That, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep right. And it's, you know, but that, is, but that uh, kicks along nicely. he's got a lot of those. So this is what people don't understand. He's a very good songwriter. Go back and give him another listen, listeners. Do you? 
yourself Do a you favour. Do a favour. Now, um, I, was, um, I was wondering, you were talking off air about this uh, concept you've got about people talking on the phone, which was right. It's a very strange concept, it's isn't it? It's a very strange hey? concept. Because, um, Remember when? I've actually got a phone. Yeah. I mainly use it for talking to people. Do you? Yes. Right. But, but you know, I mean, you, you, you lead us off and I'll tell you what I think about well, it after you. It caught go. my attention because I think this is a scourge yes. that has infiltrated into our lives and has turned us into lazy, non communicative people. Mm-hmm. And which is why I also think some people can be disconnected from their children in terms of, you know, talk time and sitting together. So the headline of the, it was, and it's beautifully written. I, mm. I really liked it. It's called um, Tech is Killing the Art of the Long Phone Call. Yes. Now, I remember as a young bloke, you know, being quite keen on, you know, the, the odd girl here and there and sort of lying on the floor somewhere with a phone up to me ear for about three hours and get off the phone. <laughs> and well, there was only one landline back then, oh, too. I know, yeah, because oh, somebody might be trying to ring us. I said, no, no one's rung us for a week. Someone <laughs> from Telstra might be trying to get through. So, anyway, mm. talking. Uh, Talking person to person on the telephone is becoming a dying art. Replaced by online messages, emails and texts, and I'll even throw in FaceTime, albeit that that is audible as well as visual, yeah, right? So, in fact, my children uh, FaceTime me today, which was actually quite a pleasant change. Normally, I just get a text. So, yeah. Um, just with an emoji. I long for the phone conversation I used to have, which allowed nuance, laughter, and the varied... Um, the very timber of the human voice to forge or maintain relationships with strangers, work colleagues and friends. It's very true. Mm-hmm. In my childhood, the telephone sat behind the bar. The bar? The bar. In a nook made from panel pine, lined on the inside. This your childhood or you talking no, about this is, I'm referencing somebody else's house here, but we, mine, I think, was... We didn't have a bar. Uh, we, we had a bar, but it sat on the bar, not behind the bar. <laughs> we, had, we had like an island bar, oh, not like a bar a, bar. Like a, like a tiki bar? Yeah, no, it was a, a tiled island bar. Really? Yeah, because it used to be a wall between the dining room and the kitchen, and they just knocked it out. And turned it into a bar. They put in a lintel and, <laughs> and just made a, a an island bar. That we used like to be, um, bottles. Of creme de menthe um, and, uh, in the cupboard underneath. Add yes. the car. Yes, it did. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Excellent. Yes, right next to the bowl of cravats. <laughs> uh, so behind the bar, green tile counter, set the olive green plastic phone attached to the wall by a long spiral cord. Yes, yes. I remember the phone. So the children wouldn't even know what a spiral cord was, let alone were, what a dial was. They were long ones too. Because oh, very walk, long. Walk into different rooms. Oh, that's right. You'd stretch them, and they'd be yeah. about eighty-five feet long. You'd take the cat out. <laughs> Its mechanism made satisfying noises that clicked from the cradle when the handle was plucked from its bed or replaced, and a whir when the number dial was spun. Yes. Yes. I feel like I'm reading a poem. (laughs) My school friends and I mastered the art of the telephone prank call in the bar circa 1977. We We chose our victims from the telephone book to ask if any walls were at home. That's exactly right. How we laughed as our dupes fell for the scam and admitted there were no walls in their house. (laughs) Uh, And then we moved to the territory. What's holding the roof up? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And then we moved to the territory of calling boys. Um... I whiled away hours talking, legs stretched out along the bar bench with the light off. Parents shouted at both ends, Get off the phone! Someone might be calling. (laughs) 
we set ourselves up with wine and ashtray to accompany our comprehensive conversations this time went on. The invention of the cordless phone liberated us from the walls. Oh, yes. <laughs> we could move around now. In the decades that followed, talking gave way to texting. Thumbs flew across keyboards and later screens with minimal words, abbreviations and later emojis. Today, the telephone conversation continues to die with the march of technology. Organisations discourage voice interplay uh, between people. We're instructed to push numbers by a recorded voice or receive automatic email replies with pages of instructions until we become lost in lonely frustration. Hmm. As I hang on the uh, as I hang on the phone, listening to how many uh, to how my call is valued, I sigh and remember our phone behind the bar, its smooth hull, the ratcheting noise of its dial, the spiral of the cord, and long satisfying conversations. The end. <laughs> I'll send you a text and tell you how good that was. <laughs> but I think it's very true. Oh. See that? I'm in the bumble, this is a wonderful song. If you don't answer, I'll just put it on But I go. think we have lost that art, and I think we've also lost that art in business because I think it's too convenient. I mean, I, uh, I was at my, on my PC today, and I... Uh, I get a I get a text or something on my phone, but it also comes up on my screen. I don't even have to lift my phone up anymore. I can just type my thing into my screen and send that away, and it goes as a text. Mm. Um, the only decent conversations I have on the phone these days are when I call someone from overseas. Yes, because you take the time. Yes, you know you do. Um, you have that's a, true. At least a you know five ten minute conversation. Yep. Because in in my back of my mind, I still th- think I'm paying international rates. <laughs> You're not. Is this uh, you, is this uh, call charges accepted? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That? No, no. <laughs> um, but I just I think it's too easy, or we can't be bothered, or whatever it There's is. There's nothing actually wrong with having a conversation. And I mean, look, I mean, I know I'll send you a text if I know you're at the footy or something, because I know it's loud. You're not going to answer your yeah. phone and talk to me while you're watching the footy. But right. if you get a text from me going, you know, go to the Mighties and, you know. But I after think, the game, I'll call you and you can't shut me up. No, don't do that. But I just think, you know, and we do it with, I think we even do it with birthdays and things that are sort of important. We just go, oh, I hope you have a really lovely day. Yeah. You pick up the phone and go, are you having a nice day? Yeah. No, it's a good wake-up call. I just reckon we've, I don't know. I mean, I know some families that just go, no, dinner time, all phones in the bowl and, you know, no one touches them, no one looks at them. But it's... um, it's uh, the, we've paid the price of convenience and turning the world into a global village, mm. and the price we've paid we can't go back is, is connection. You can't go back. Is so what you can connection. do though is it's a personal decision. Make a conscious choice. Um, you know, it's it's also called quality of co- communication. Yes, because the worst form of communication is a text. Yes, the second worst is um, probably an uh, email. Email. Yep, and then it gets down to voicemail, yep. and then all that stuff. But Talking to people yep. um, when you can't see them yep. on a phone yep. is is then, and then talking to people face to face, face to face. Because things... so you know that's that's and that's the spectrum of quality. So if you if um, you choose to play in the shallow, you end, choose to play in the shallow end of the dream pool, it's not very very good quality, and it can be misconstrued. And I was going to say things get misinterpreted by tonality and 
Everybody for- can read. We can. You and I can read the same thing and take it a different way. I'm forever telling people don't text. Yeah, because yep. the people at the other end are going to probably having a bad day and they're going to take it the wrong way. Call them up. Can do because they can tell. By the tone in your voice. And never write an angry text or an angry email. No. And if you do, write it, leave it, and look at it again yes, well, the next I, that's day. That's sage advice, it Scotty. Sage. But I have uh, actually known people who have written it, and instead of pressing delete, press sent. Oh, and fired it off. <laughs> and fired it off. Ouch. So you need to be careful. Yeah, you've got to be very careful. So you need to be yeah. very careful. Yeah, that. I remember uh, talking to a client one day, and I don't think he actually liked me all that much. And he thought he thought that I'd hung up my phone, and I hadn't. Oh, that's, and, that's also a bad um, one. Uh, and he launched well, into a no, tirade. it was only that somebody... No, actually, no, I reflect back. It wasn't me that he disliked. He disliked a colleague of mine, and I'd actually taken over this client and was talking to him. Anyway, I, I mustn't have hung up my phone properly, and the, my colleague went, were you talking to that so oh. la, 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 la. <laughs> Gave him the whole nine yards. <laughs> And um, he heard it all. Oh. <laughs> so uh, he sent me a text going, you should probably hang up your phone in future. That's not quality communication. <laughs> learn, to, learn to use which buttons are on but and I, off. But I, yeah, Sage anyway. words for me today. Anyway. <laughs> right Anyway. What else have you got for me? Well, nothing really. Oh, okay. I well, did, I have. I did want to talk to you about oh, alternative okay. fuels. Oh, yeah. Do you want but to do I, that? No, well, I'm going to save that. Oh, okay. Because I, I know this is your pet project. Well, it's, you know, we're, it's all but about... But I was interested to know. I'll just give you a quick uh, snap on it because I was, I've been looking at all this lately. But there's differences between hybrids, electrics, plug-in hybrids and hydrogen cars. Yes. Uh, and there's, there's a bit in that. But I'm going to save that for another day because I think it's an interesting topic. Yep. And one in which you're eminently qualified to talk about. Well... So I'll hang on to that. Not for another show sure about that, but I'll tell you what I did do, and, and it was um, it became really interesting uh, because I I sent a, an email to a chap the other day, and uh, and what I did was uh, because I think there's a very big emotive piece around uh, renewable energy yeah. these days. I think there's of course you there know, is. people are really thinking about hang on for the in, right reason. What impact am I having and more importantly, what positive impact can I have by changing behaviours and infrastructure and, and, and whatnot? And I, in fact, I'm, I'm trying to find um, a, an e- this email, but I, I sent an email to this chap and I, uh, I'd actually just, no, I've just found it. And I actually, uh, I've got a project that I'm working on mm-hmm. at the moment. And uh, it's a business. It's in that space. It's in that space, let's mm-hmm. say. And uh, it's a business park. And we actually, for the benefit of the people involved in the park, we actually tallied up three different sections of, of uh, three different areas that they're going to have an impact. I'll just do this very quickly. We wrote, we wrote back to them and shared with them that they're going to save, um, they're going to reduce their CO2 emissions by 1,256 tonnes. Hmm. They're going to, what they're doing would represent 7,255 less fossil fuel cars driven for one year. Doesn't sound much, but we're talking about one business park. Yeah. yeah. Only 13 little tenancies, right? And then it was the equivalent of growing 524,268 trees. Hmm. 
And that's when it really starts to take shape to and really resonate about this is not just about, oh, my bill's gone from 50 grand to 30 grand. It's really about this stuff. Well, you know, I work in an industry where we where we you run do. capital. Yes. And we invest in these sorts yep. of things. Yep. And uh, we are now starting to produce impact reporting. Yeah, good. Which shows that where the capital goes, yep. the collective impact it's making yep. on society, environmental issues and all that sort of thing. And that's the way we're going to affect real change. Yep. Because governments are hopeless, they're populist, and they'll just do what they think is going to get them re-elected. It's- but the, the people that change things... People have got capital, or people Correct. make decisions with their money, yep. or decisions Spot with on. their businesses. So, um, it's uh, that got serious all of a quick. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's important discussion. It's a big part of our it lives, is. and it's it a big is. part of what we believe. Absolutely, in. So and we've got a bit of a it passion will around. Always it, so. get an airing on this radio yeah, it will, show for sure. Now, before we get to, we need to wrap up with some sporting. Oh stuff. yeah, we do. Um, but did you have a little thing on uh, what was changing with um, the government? With the government, yes, speaking, I, I did. Speaking uh, of government, I, I think this might have just—it's it fallen. Might be an oxymoron, government. Uh, well, it, it just might Remember be. A, you did an ox, a piece on oxymorons oh, yeah. the other week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, so, so, some of the greatest oxymorons. So government. So government. Oh. There might be a, an adjective before government that might be an oxymoron. Um, capable. Capable yeah. might be one. Yeah. Responsible. Yeah, responsible might be another. Yeah. A listenable government. So anyway. this might have uh, this might have fallen off the back of a truck or just washed into the wrong hands. But I got hold of this document, and uh, it's just titled "Welcome to a New Era of Government." Uh, there will be no more impossible uh, promises and no more spin. It's time to manage down your expectations. <laughs> manage down. That's, an, that's, um, that's illuminating and very positive. Yes. So to start with, uh, we're not even going to set uh, a timetable for vaccinations. You'll get one eventually, unless the world ends first. <laughs> very good. Um, speaking of which, the Paris carbon emissions reduction targets, no idea if we'll meet them. We'll wait and see. Oh, what? <laughs> um, closing the gender pay gap. Is it even a problem? Since I've, I myself have never experienced it. And these are allegedly from uh, the leader of our country. Yes, um, Scotty from Market. An, in, uh, an Indigenous voice to Parliament. Will we have one? Who can tell? Will we ever save that family waiting on Christmas Island? What family? <laughs> and this is the best one. But I can't promise you this. Whatever happens, I was not holding the hose (laughs) when he was uh, potentially away while we had some fairly substantial fires going on. So that was just a little uh, piece that I found that I thought was uh, rather amusing. So, But let's get to sport, Rutsy, because there's a couple of things going on. A couple of things I'd like to flag. You Um, go. I am the the golf. Oh, wow. I watched the last round of the U.S. Masters yesterday morning, yes. and I was actually on a golf course. Um, we had breakfast and watched it, and I had a Japanese gentleman at my table. Oh, really? And um, it wasn't Jumbo Ozaki? No, it, wasn't. <laughs> it was just a just a local member of the thing. Very good. Um, and he said that uh, because for those who don't know, Matsuyama won. Um, Matsuyama, and yep. he's the first Japanese golfer to ever win a major. Hideki Matsuyama, and he played beautifully. Yeah, apparently. And so. um, he's going to inspire the next generation of Japanese golf. Jap- Japanese love golf anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, because um, they've got all those high-rise buildings that they use as their driving ranges. Oh, they love it. And this this is next level. So he's yeah. now like a national hero over yeah. there. Yeah, he's a superstar. And uh, what was great about it, he was he was so far in front. Didn't wasn't funny. Yep. And then the bloke that was challenging him had a triple bogey on sixteen, which Ow. was hard to watch because even I, 
even I have to play badly to do that. Was that Leishman? No, no, no. the young uh, bloke, uh, oh. Xander Schofield. Oh, um, right. Anyway, he won oh, by yeah, one. Yeah. He fell in over there. And he, wow. He, he, he sort of <laughs> choked a wow. bit the last couple <laughs> and fell over. But it's a really remarkable result and good on him because if an Aussie isn't going to win, it's just nice to see a non-American winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I reckon he'll be bronzed, uh, become a billionaire, and uh, he, he yeah. probably doesn't have to play another game of golf again for the rest of his life. No, he do. He's a very good amateur. Uh, was um, he? Uh, and he's 29, not, not so he's, he's not, yeah, he's 10, yeah. He's been at the Cape for a while, but very nice, very nice player. Well, in terms, so of, on him. in terms of winners, yes. can I share with you that um, it's fantastic news that another female jock has uh, has reached the great heights of glory. Rachel not, Blackmore. Not Jamie Carr, who's oh, a superstar. She is just so good, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Tell you what, I don't need to see what... She could ride a donkey and I'd still oh, back she's it. she's a ripper. Um, Rachel Blackmore has become the first female jockey to win the Grand National at Aintree on Sunday, coming home clear on Manila Times in the world's most gruelling steeplechase that was first staged in 1839. So I don't need to read a lot more. She won, which is brilliant. Um... Other than it was the very last line of the article that sort of caught my attention the most. Um, well, second most. Um, just 15 of the 40 starters finished. Oh, it's a punishing, court, Mate, punishing it's race. It's like about six kilometres long, isn't it? It's some ridiculously long race. That, and forgive me, I don't, it, it doesn't even state how long the race is, but I'm, I know it's a long way and they literally fall across the line. Well, uh, 25 of them didn't get to the line. <laughs> so right. well, we've, we've just fallen across the Have line we? too. Have yeah. we? Done it again. So we've done it again. We'll talk about the footy next week. Yeah, we there's will, magnific- There's great things going on there's in the AFL. things going on. The high scoring. High scoring. And, lots of big um, bags of goals being kicked. And it's really interesting. I want to talk to you about why. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. ah, you, you're yeah. going you're gonna to come to I, us. I'm going to come to you with a disgust. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> Live from Scotty the Statistician. <laughs> All right. We must away. Righto, mate. Have a great week, everybody. You too. See you.